time for the Susan Taylor Podcast, where we discuss the yoga of mind, medicine, and healing. Author of Feeling Good Matters, Sexual Radiance, and the Vital Energy Program, Dr. Taylor imparts authentic knowledge and practical tools that inspire, educate, and empower us to be a healing force for positive change. So join us and take your life and our planet to the next level. Hello and welcome to episode 127, Build Immunity Beyond the Obvious. What got me to really talk about this title, Beyond the Obvious, is uh, we have a large community now of like-minded seekers and one of the questions came up or one of the comments came up is, hey, how can we build our immunity beyond, you know, herbs, nutrition, dieting, proper sleep, all the things that we've been talking about? And I got pretty excited about the topic because it's really deeply rooted when we go beyond the obvious in yoga science. And I thought to really present that today. And it's really based on also a class that I did last week, that instead of editing the class and putting it up here, I thought I would be live here uh, today. You know, our community listeners have been really focusing on immunity as the whole world with this pandemic Uh, operation that's happening right now. But we can look at immunity from not only the physical structure, but really uh, the mental or the emotional and spiritual aspect of things. And that's really what I want to talk about today. And, you know, I've said in the past, it's time here that we need to address our lives and slow down, develop an inner focus and build our immunity both inside and out. And I've said that before. Our inner unrest is what causes the immune system to become compromised, you know, resulting in really technically speaking, respiratory infections, digestive disturbances. Remember, if we don't digest correctly, we don't get the nutrients that we need to build our immunity and emotional turmoil and other you know, really unbalanced conditions. As many of you know, I did finish my book, Return to Radiance, after a long haul on that. And I did a lot of research with that and showing, you know, that we have stress accounting for 75 to 90% of our doctor's visits. I mean, stress is a disease state right now. You know, we might not want to say that, but it really, really is. And we must really address it. So luckily, there are ways to reduce, you know, losing that immunity that we so-called need. But let's take a look at uh, not only the research data, because we know there's a lot of research data out there that does say inflammation, whenever we have any kind of stressful situation, it creates inflammation. So we really know this. And, you know, our natural killer cells come into play and all of these things come because we get into that mode of fight and flight, what's going to attack us. So, of course, everything comes up and running. So what I really want to say is what is immunity? First, let's talk about it and define what is immunity. Immunity is the ability of our organism to resist a particular infection or a toxin by, you know, creating specific antibodies, uh, you know, or you know, sensitizing our white blood cells. Any of these things are the scientific reason for this. In Western science, we look at biochemical markers for immunity, you know, namely, I just said natural killer cells or, you know, inflammation like interleukin-6 for inflammation markers, things like that. We also use the terms 
innate immunity and acquired immunity. Innate is what we're born with. It's our constitution. And acquired is what we get through our habits, our lifestyle, our hygiene. Also, that's the whole idea behind vaccines, to give a quick immunity. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just using these as statements. And today, again, I want to focus on how about emotions and immunity and focus on our ego, especially our I-ness. In Sanskrit, we call this ahamkara, I am-ness. And it's what brings us into this body and into this world as our own entity of who we are with our own body, our own structure. You know, you've heard me in classes, I've talked about individual mind versus universal mind. And it's along the same line. You know, we're all individuals, but at the same time, we're all really the same. And when we not ident- when we identify with outside sources, for example, I'm a teacher, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a housewife, I'm a, I'm a mother, I'm a father, I'm an essential worker for humanity, which we have a lot of essential people out there now, whatever title we put on ourselves creates an outer identification of who we really are. And that's a lot of problems with all of us in this life. We identify with some label that we put on ourselves and it doesn't actually allow us to go into who we are. Now, how do I take this to the next level and talk about immunity? So what we're terming our ahamkara in Sanskrit has a direct influence on our disease states. It's our I am-ness. When we identify with the positive, we're protected from what I will term invaders here. Let's say a virus. You know, it might sound a bit crazy, but let's really drill down and see what I'm actually meaning with this. We all know that a negative emotion produces toxins in the body and interferes with chemical reactions and causes imbalance. You know, fear, anxiety, anger, bearing a grudge, sadness, hatred, when we don't like something, you know, like and dislike are diseases of our mind, jealousy, envy. All of these disrupt the energy flow through the body. They affect our heart, our immune systems, especially digestion, production of our essential hormones to protect us. You know, when we identify the ahamkara, right? The I am-ness, the ego, with the negative outside influences, or for that matter, anything outside. Remember, anything outside of us is continually changing. We're never, we could never be balanced. So what I'm saying is, when we go to the outside for our identification, we're never going to be balanced. You know, because everything is changing. Because our source of stability and immunity requires that we identify ourselves on the inside. This pure brilliance is not from an outside force. And what I'm getting at here is, I hear a lot, you know, we have the people that are saying that the virus doesn't exist, they're protected, and they're going and infecting, you know, everyone with sneezing and coughing and not thinking that it really matters. And then we have the other extreme where people won't walk out without a mask, even if they're out in a field or a meadow walking. Two extremes here that are really identifying outside this is a time that we really have to go inside and really do our own checks and balances. Now, many are, many are respecting what's really going on. They're humbled. We're being humbled, basically, and surrendering to what's going on. But we do have control over the virus, and we can control it with our own 
mind. And I say that mind, of course, when the mind is in balance, our hygiene is going to be balanced. In other words, we're not going to be not mindful of our fellow human. We're going to be respectful. If we don't feel well, we're going to stay home. We're not going to have that arrogance about us that we're going out anyway, and we're not going to disturb our lifestyle. Because arrogance will definitely come back to haunt us. Even mainstream medicine, although it knows very little about the ego, oper- you know, how the ego operates, but it, does, it is beginning to recognize the connection between negative emotional states and physical disease. Whenever we have a negative emotional state, it's our ego. It really is. Ego. Ego could go in positive too, but when ego is involved, it's usually attachment and manipulation. When we say we love somebody, for example, we're really saying, I need you. I want you. Because when we really love, it doesn't even need to be said. It just is. That's our state of being. And again, this gets a little uh, uh, philosophical, but that's really where we're coming from here. So let's just say that when our ego operates, it's, it's medicine recognized that negative emotional states cause physical disease. You know, it's also fair to say, if I step back a little bit, that our skin and digestive system do offer protection from the outside world and these alien invaders, as we say, the pathogens. But these systems, so we do have digestion and skin there, you know, skin's the outward barrier and digestion is the skin turning inward, basically, as a barrier for our digestive system, bringing nutrients into the system. Because remember, 60 to 70% of lymphoid tissue is in the digestive system. But these systems, keep this in mind, the reason why I'm not focusing on that, these systems weaken with negativity. We get indigestion, we're not able to assimilate the nutrients, as I said. But the same holds true. When we have a negative emotion, we get mental indigestion, which causes the I amness, the ego, to weaken on all guards. It goes down and the invader enters. So hear what I'm saying. We have that I am I amness, that ego, that can when it's a universal mind, what happens is it identifies that all beings are beautiful in the light. Whenever we go into a negative spin, it drops its, it drops its protection and the invader will enter. And the biggest virus we have now is fear, anger, frustration, and entitlement. So keep that in mind. That's the biggest virus. And if we don't remove that virus from the mind, we're going to go around wearing masks for the rest of our lives, walking six feet away from people and not embracing ourselves as human beings. Because all these emotions are contagious. An emotion that does harm to the body also infects the people that you come in contact and indirectly it it becomes a chain reaction. Even the countless others that you might never meet. So the generic term, as it has been said, what is the term for this negative emotion? It's called misery and unhappiness. That's what negative emotions bring about. So how do we turn this around? Well, we have to polish the ego so it doesn't identify with the pettiness of thinking it's better than everyone else. And that's what ego does. We know better, we're smarter. Why are those people sneezing in the, in the aisle, the frozen food aisle? Someone was telling me the other day, they got so angered and rightly so. It's very hard not to be angry when people go and they'll sneeze, they'll touch things. They're not really, they don't have the awareness of understanding how their impact affects others. 
So how do we rid ourselves of that fear of what's going to happen, judging others? It's, it's very difficult. And now is a time that we're seeing it even more pronounced. We must employ positive emotions because they have an opposite effect. They could strengthen and heal the body. Remember, ego-generated emotions are derived from the mind's identification with external factors. And remember, external factors change moment to moment. So again, how do we move from a place of outward identification to an inward state of being? We must learn to use our breath to carry the mind back home. And I've given several uh, episodes from 120 to 124 with specific practices that will help you bring your mind back home. I'll be doing a class this Thursday coming up on just that. And I'll show you how to build your energetic protective field with the breath so that you can keep your organism protected and your mind in the light of being in positive emotions. If you want to join me, uh, we're going to be accepting donations for the class. You can go to drsusantaylor.com. Immunity Beyond the Obvious, I think I'm going to call the class, but it'll be in the store. If you have trouble finding it, just email me. I'm online like you are. I would be more than happy to invite you. I'm only going to be able to have maybe 30 or so students in this class. Uh, I'm using a different platform to protect everyone's identification. So just let me know. But remember, a strong immunity is a product of good digestion, both mentally and physically. And it's important right now to protect our immunity. And pranayama, as we're going to talk about in this class coming up, our vital breath is the subtle essence of the life force that will infuse every cell and bring us into that protective being. And we'll talk about that and how to use this. So be prudent and socially responsible, but not fearful because fear compromises the immune system. And in the case of contagious disease, it's become self-defeating. We all read the news. We understand. Stay off the news and the media. Go to CDC if you want to know anything. Because the media, remember, they're designed to stimulate. What's the best way to stimulate the human mind? Produce fear. Because everyone, no one wants to die. And fear is the root of all of that. And that's what's happening. You know, a genuine smile will help that life force and that prawn, that chi, to go to all your body cells and others. So remember, when we go out and we're getting into that stockpiling of things and we're fearful, it prompts a secondary illness called greed. The first illness of the mind is fear. The second one, greed, comes out of that. And as always, you know what, it brings us to the end of this episode, but as always I say, please do your research. If you know someone who may need to know the topic or want to join in our classes that are coming up, please pass it along. That's the way you can serve the community as well as serving humanity. And the Susan Taylor podcast does come out every week and is available on susantaylor.org, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and other podcast platforms. And again, Join me for behind the scenes and our commentary, our Q&As for these episodes on YouTube. And until next time, everyone, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.